Listen, if it's okay with you guys, before we start, mm. I wanted to tell you one thing. Bloom started in 2011 as a beautifully curated service for new parents to discover the best products for their kids. Bloom, B-L-U-U-M, sends a monthly box of five full-size high-value products to discover that are perfectly staged for the child's age, gender, and developmental stage. Retail value of the products always exceeds the monthly subscription free fee, so you're getting stuff for free. Each subscriber gets 100% personalized box rather than a 0-6 to six month box or a 6-12 to 12 month old box. It's a box personalized for you and your kid. For example, Stacy's child might start teething in month five, but Jenny's doesn't start teething until month eight. So Stacy's going to get the teether in month five, and Jenny won't get it until month eight because that's how Bloom rolls. You'll be able to track your child's milestones in your Bloom account to customize the products your child receives. Bloom has smart algorithms that perfectly curate all the boxes to your liking. But the cute packaging is still made with a good old human touch. A baby needs three things. Mom. Dad. And Bloom. They work with more than 450 brands and more than 1,000 different products that are handpicked by Bloom's teams of moms and dads. You can review products and earn reward points redeemable in the Bloom shop for products that can be added to your next box so you can see what other parents are getting in their boxes. Right now, don't wait. Don't do anything else. Just do this. Go to bloom.com slash turning. That's B-L-U-U-M dot com slash turning. And use promo code CAR40 for 40% off the first month of all monthly three, six, and 12-month plans. There's free shipping and even an additional shop of toys, books, and child care products that can be added for free shipping with a subscription. If you don't go, you're crazy. B-L-U-U-M dot com slash turning. And use the promo code CAR40 for 40% off. That's all I wanted to say. Well then, I'm John Maltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to the Snowmageddon 2. Also, probably less intense version today of turning this car around. You know what the temperature is going to be here today? Uh, I'm not sure I do, but you can share. 59 degrees. And tomorrow, through the weekend, it will be 63. But then, you guys, then it gets down to a nigh frigid 61 degrees. 61. <laughs> Am I right? Blow me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that 61? Is that what 61 here. is? <laughs> so, yeah, that's that may be right. Just eight short. So, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what. Funny. Never mind. Uh, by the way, breaking news: a plane slid off the runway at uh, LaGuardia. I saw that. Nobody oh, really? was hurt, though. It landed. Nobody was hurt, but dude, I mean, that's one of my home airports now. <laughs> yeah, so hurt on the that. inside. My kids were so excited that it's a snow hurt day. Your feelings. Oh, it's a snow day. Huh? <laughs> it's a snow day. I remember and, those. Um, they get to their fun is that they get to uh, clean up the basement. So happy snow day. <laughs> Enjoy Sucks your day, to be kids. you, kids. Yeah. That was my favorite. Uh, it wasn't, and when I say that, I mean it, it was not my favorite. We, we, had a, we didn't have like a fall break. We had a deer hunting break for the deer hunt because it's Utah, and yeah. that's where I grew up. So over deer hunt one year, my mom decides it's the perfect time to get ready for winter by taking every object out of the cupboards in the kitchen and the pantry and the big giant thing that held the rest of the pantry items <laughs> and spend the entire time that I was off school 
forcing me to clean the shelves with like some kind of solution solvent materials. <laughs> it was the worst. It felt a little loopy and, at the end. And then getting phone calls every 30 minutes from friends like, hey, are you done yet? You done yet? <laughs> nope. No, I'm in prison right now. <laughs> I'm in hell. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. so your Lex, your kids will be going to school through uh, August. Mm -hmm. I think this and is I think, only. And I think and I think Hank is. I think Hank is done next week. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is only the third snow day they've had. Really? This year, so oh, yeah, wow. it could be worse. Okay. They've had a lot of delays, like a lot of ninety-minute delays. the The best part is when the school gets delayed, you get the uh, we, we get the phone call, and it's an automated recorded message from the superintendent. It says. This is Dr. John Machante, Superintendent of Schools. This message to inform you that tomorrow, Thursday, March 5th, 2015, the Manalapan English Town Regional School District will be closed. And it's like the only thing we need to know is the fucking word closed. It's like right. closed, 90 minutes delay, one hour delay. But he takes a solid minute to get to the only right. thing you care about. He could go closed. Hi, this is Dr. John. Like if he just said the one word, everybody would know and everybody could hang up. And it fills me with a murderous rage every single time. Every time. Well, maybe you need to um, jump in with some voice work. You know. Yeah, yeah. You could help out. Like a little yeah, oh, maybe wow, maybe you could be positive about this instead of so right. negative. I'm Lex Friedman. <laughs> School's closed today. <laughs> I'm Lex Friedman of ZipRecruiter. <laughs> you may know me from <laughs> one yeah. of my popular podcasts. <laughs> All the ones but this one. <laughs> five, five, hour, five hours of self-promotion and then school yeah. is... But 90 minutes delay. What we do is we play the most recent episode of Turning This Car Around, followed by, and school is closed. <laughs> right. Stay yes. through the end of this episode of Turning This Car Around to, <laughs> to find, find out, out if school is open or closed. <laughs> by the end, school will be open. It's closed now, but it will be open when the episode is over. By the way, I want you to know, uh, barely related, that I ordered the uh, a Bloom box while we were talking here from the mm -hmm. old uh, pre-roll ad, and mm -hmm. I did it for Liam because he's four. Right. And uh, the 40% discount is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you get that kind of a discount, I was going to say almost, that. It's almost half. Right. I feel like I'm basically stealing from them at this point. I don't know what's in the well, box yet, though. Like, it's a surprise. So I'll let you know. I'll, I'll do some follow-up in a couple weeks when the box arrives. Awesome. Okay. Sounds awesome. Good. It looks super cute. I mean, you know, it looks good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, At 11, at 11 Hank's probably a little past the age for it, but. Well, I'm looking at this from Marlo. Marlo's got some, there's some stuff here. They've got a good social media strategy, so I'm a, I admire that already. Oh yeah, they they know what they're doing. Um, yeah. but so the thing with snow days is we've had so many that now the kids don't even say like, "Can we go play in the snow?" They're just they're kind of over it too. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Where's the controller?" Can we play? Yeah, right. Can we play we or with the dog? It's my turn on the iPad. The dog oh. is definitely a big fan of the snow, though. I saw that. Oh, I saw yeah. you posted that, and I was going to talk about that today. Our, so dog loves, our dog loves the snow, too. But like, uh, not that he's gotten to see any this year. Yeah, I was going to say, has he ever seen snow? Well, he doesn't. probably doesn't remember it. I think their memory's only last six months. Right now. <laughs> so it's new every time it comes. <laughs> Wait, a dog's dog? I've, I've heard that. Memory? I've heard that before. I don't know if that's true or not. It doesn't quite make sense. I don't want to like, disparage. Their tricks and everything. Yeah, but you keep making them do it. If you stop doing it for six months, they're going to forget the trick. 
But what about all those videos where the just soldiers like come home and the dogs <laughs> get so excited when the soldier's been no. away for two years? Explain look. my tears, John. Look, <laughs> I can't explain your tears. No one can explain your tears. Yeah. <laughs> There's no explaining your tears. There's a team of people working That's, geez, on it. Man, it's just like a... <laughs> Science cannot explain. I get it. Uh, but yeah, that's why they. That's why they made the large hadron collider. I <laughs> to try and explain it. Lex's tears. I. I didn't. Even, I know this makes me sound even stupider than usual, but I didn't even realize that dogs could like snow because my my first dog, Charlie. Uh, came from LA, and when we moved here, he was like, "Are you fucking kidding me with this shit?" It was basically oh, yeah. the, the Cody <laughs> yeah. the Charlie message, and he like we had to bring the paper inside the house for him to go on because he was like, "I'm not going out in that." Are you? Are you? What are you smoking? Mm. But Cody's like, "Can we go play in the snow again, please?" Like he wants to go out, not to go to the bathroom, yeah. but just because he wants to shove his face into the snow and throw it up in the air. Yeah, so now we go out there. That's I just, the best. I love that. I just kick it on him, and he's like, he can't get enough. He just yeah. runs all over the place and wants me to kick as much snow onto him as possible. Yeah, does he try and bite it in the air? Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And if I throw yeah. like a snowball, he will chase that thing. And then of course he can't find it because it's in the middle of snow. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing: is to make a snowball, throw it, watch the dog just freak out, jump, and then like shake their head because they can't find the snowball. That they Where'd go? Dig it around. Where'd it go? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Snow. Oh, dogs. dogs. Well, I think this is this whole snow thing is actually good for the kids. Uh, because it seems to me like I remember growing up in the East Coast in Connecticut, and it, I, my memory is always that it, it started snowing at like it, the very end of October, and it continued snowing. It did not sn- <laughs> stop snowing until April began. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah, yeah, and it was just I just remember one big frozen magical tundra, and uh, we would build snow forts and have snowball fights, and and uh, and usually somebody would get hit with an ice ball. Yeah. I do feel like and, my kids be, aren't doing and then some snow. blood would get spilled on the snow and it would lie there for <laughs> yeah. for four think, months until the frost came until the until the thaw came. I just realized I don't even I I don't want my kids to play in the snow because that's also Cody's bathroom now. So like we need to, we need to oh, yeah. Yeah, play yellow us. snow. Yellow yeah. snow. You gotta yeah. You gotta figure yeah. that out. And you need a for process. Those you don't know. You don't eat yellow snow. That's that the true? rule. I didn't yeah, that's, know that. the, that's the rule. I'm just saying there may be some listeners who would not have heard of that. Here's an unusual fact about Yellow Snow, by the way. Mm. Yellow Snow, one of the parodies, one of the few parodies that Weird Al Yankovic could not get permission for, uh, he wanted to parody Purple Rain, but Prince has always said no. He wanted to make uh, a song called Yellow Snow, couldn't do it. <laughs> Ooh, that would be a good song. I thought you should know. Wow. <laughs> that's... Uh, that's, and he needs that permission. That. He really needs that permission. I mean, parody is a... Uh, Legally, he does I not guess, need the permission, probably. It's a bit of a gray area, but he always right. gets permission. Okay. Because he's he's that kind of guy. I right. Mean, and the thing is, a lot of his parodies don't meet the legal definition of parody, necessarily, if they don't comment upon the original work. Hmm. Uh, okay. But I think the videos would do it, though. Right. And the, the music, videos. And the music, basically, is just an upright... I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing particularly different about the music at all, right? So, Good unless time. you unless you add like an accordion, I guess you can't uh, <laughs> you can't say you can't say you're making a parody of yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I think legal scholars have noted the accordion clause. <laughs> did, I, did I mention? I, I did I mention this on this show? I, I think no. I may. I wrote a tweet about this, but like. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ank had a friend over and they, um, you know, they played some Minecraft and then they started watching those YouTube videos of the Minecraft guys. And then they, st- that sort of devolved into just watching YouTube videos. And they, at one point I'm, I'm in the other room and they call, they call me and they're like, Oh my God, you got to come in here. You got to see this new video we found. And it was, uh, it was weird. Owls eat it. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, that is so great. Yeah. I saw that like, <laughs> like 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't really viral. say that, but I just, yeah, I just laughed and said, yes, that's very good. But it's been, I love that. I love when Lita will go, have you heard of the song sympathy for the devil <laughs> <laughs> or what? Yeah. She, that's an example. She did not ask specifically about that song. But. Have you heard of the Magna Carta? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's this really awesome thing. Um, I just have to say, I'm, I kind of, I'm a beaming father this morning. Oh yeah, because because last night was uh, a piano recital. Miss Lita rocked it, did very well. Very good. She, she had one moment of hiccup, which was always a. Oh, I have a like heart a just stops. Yeah, just uh, keep going, keep going, keep going, and she stopped, and then she just picked right up and powered through. Did great, awesome. And she never does that, so that was a kind of a rarity. I think. Uh, I think we, there was snow here in Utah yesterday, and I think that kind of. Or the day before, and it just kind of jacked everybody up. Like, oh yeah, so. Utah's like hell, so it was a, it was a snowy day in hell, and mm-hmm. that's why it all worked. Oh out. sure, there you go. It's it all now. It all makes sense when yeah, they stop playing in that piano recital, and you're like, oh please don't break down, please let's finish this song. We can do this. Uh, I hate that moment. So <laughs> that so let's talk. Moment. Let's talk performances. Have uh, what uh, what performances have your kids done, Lex? Uh, so uh, Liam has only done like the in-school shows, like where they do the Hanukkah yeah. show or whatever else. And it used to be when he was like three that he did nothing, but now he's happy to sing and he knows all the hand motions and he'll do it all, which is great. Anya and Sierra have also done, besides those, they've done the uh, a couple piano recitals a piece now. Um, and uh, dance recital where like when they did the dance, they were so young that it was really just like kids standing on stage while the music plays and they're in cute outfits and everybody cracks up, which is all it was. Um, and then more recently they did like a gymnastic showcase, which was more talent than on display at the dance show, but not necessarily <laughs> Olympic level. <laughs> yeah. Hank has done, Hank, yeah, Hank has done the, the gymnastics like years ago, I mean, the little, little tiny kid j- gymnastic stuff. Um, and then, and then he's done a, couple of plays and i can't remember i can't remember the other one but the one that sticks out uh i, I believe he played a dog and so mm-hmm. he was dressed up like a dog with face paint and everything um and he was just he was he remembered all his lines um he might have had, maybe he had to be prompted on one of them i can't remember which was not uncommon at that you know it was like third grade or something like that and but he was just he was like wild he was like he was like giddy I mean, he was just up there and, and there's that one point where they're like there's like a rope and they're all pulling the rope and he's just like pulling it back and forth <laughs> and i think like somebody's like standing next to some girl and the girl was just like looking at him like with fear in her eyes like what is wrong with this kid like something's gonna happen but he here. was very uh, he was very excited to be up there this and then rehearsal. and then two years later he decided he didn't want to do anymore just that's it done with the stage yeah he was done with the done with the stage he didn't want to be in the in the play that was year, it because so. boys didn't want to do it anymore or was it something else i don't know i don't think so i think he i don't know sometimes and i'm surprised it didn't happen earlier because he get he's kind of like private about things 
Um, and, and I think he suddenly realized like, oh my gosh, I'm up, I'm on stage in front of all these people. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. But the girls are in a musical theater class right now too. And I think there's a performance at some point. I think it's going to be probably not the whole musical Annie, but it's like scenes from Annie. Um, so, Mm -hmm. but I have no idea how that will go. Yeah. (sighs) And how about uh, you, John? uh, Besides the piano recitals, any other shows? Yeah. So, Lita, I think, likes to be, she likes doing the stage. My mom was a big stage person. Like, my mom was on the community theater board and ran it for a couple of years. And um, so we have some show. My grandmother played in bands. Uh, she was not into metal, just for the record. Um, but she was a good <laughs> that improviser. Was, that was going to be my first question. Mm-hmm. No, not metal. Not a fan of the metal. Um she did like uh, Led Zeppelin Four, but that's as far as it went. Um, okay, so <laughs> yes, on the shows, uh, Lita's class, like her entire grade, did this um, kind of a. They've done a couple of weird things this year, but but um, they also they did this thing where they had puppets and they had all these different kinds of puppets, and that was pretty cool. And Lita was the voice. The, the class was instructed to um, make, you know, different kinds of puppet shows. And she was the narrator. And she, I think she had some help because of the way there was a video. And then they showed the video at the performance. It was kind of a strange thing. And then there, there was some crazy um, modern dance stuff that was, and I've never seen her do stuff like that. She was into it. She liked it. Um, she didn't seem nervous at all. But for some reason, the piano was worse. Like it, I wouldn't know if she was m- messing up on stage. I mean, it would have to be a major flub to to make me nervous like I am with the piano because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a player also. So I know um, that's not a four-bar arrest right? there. That's <laughs> that silence? Oh, God. I didn't so. know you rocked the keys. I didn't what? I didn't know yeah. you were a piano player. Yeah, I didn't uh, know. We haven't, wow. No, yes. Yeah, started at seven um studied classical till i was 18 and let's be honest that's studied is not the right word to use i bumbled my way through the first time i played it my piano teacher was not a recital person so the first time i ever played a recital was when i, I didn't even play a recital. no it was in high school there was like a pre um regional something or other district blah 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 playoff and that was the first time i had played classical in front of my classmates and no one knew and then I actually I went on to the state level, but I did not do very well there. I um, mistakenly repeated an entire two-page segment of a <laughs> Chopin polonaise in A minor. Just gonna go ahead and repeat that because um, my brain, like, I was high on Sudafed and um, neosinephrine, and uh, yeah, just it's fine. We'll just repeat this, and I got dinged for it. But anyway. I, um, I, I will say, not too surprising to me that you got dinged for it. <laughs> yeah, well, but, you know. That might have come up in the notes. At that point, my heart was not into classical. I was I had started to listen to jazz, and I was also in a rock and or roll band with my high school friends. So and that's the way the wind was blowing. And is it because so, you played piano that the, the girls were playing piano? Well, her... Marlo hasn't started yet, but I think she's going to start in the next probably year and a half. Okay. I think seven is the start date for piano for this teacher. Um, and I want her to do it. I think it'd be good. 
it's been great for Lita. There's I, been some fights, but it's yeah. been good. I took yeah. one piano lesson as a kid and didn't like it, and so stopped. And then uh, in college, I bought a keyboard and then taught myself to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my kids were intrigued because I can play our piano that we have in the house, and they wanted to know, hey, can we do this? And I said, well, you have to learn how. And mm. I do not read music, um, but they do. And mm. it's cool to, you know, you have no idea if they're going to have any talent for it or anything else like that, but they've really taken to it, which is cool. Does that mm. come from you or your wife or? I mean, I have no idea. I don't know how oh. to answer that question. Because, I mean, I, I play piano, but I don't read music. Um, my wife reads music, but doesn't really play the piano. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but oh, so it's you guys... Weren't you guys That's how our involved marriage works. with the theater? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lauren especially was very big into the theater, um, which I think is why they're doing musical theater class. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, and they love it. Like they, they asked to do it. They, you know, we always audit the class first to see if they'll like it. And then they were like, yes, we want to do this all the time. Um, but it's good. I, you know, the thing is, the, their main sport is cheerleading, which I hate. And they're... We could sign them up for other sport things, but they're just, they're Freedmans. They're just not that good at it. And for us to find other things for them to do instead, I think is great. So I'm happy to have them do all the non-sport related extracurrics that they want to do. Hmm. Yeah. When, I do uh, hate the practice schedule though. Like I hate that, you know, the piano lessons are at 4.30 after school. Um, and so it's the whole thing. Like it, it makes dinner get messed up. It makes homework get messed up. I hate all that. Yeah. Why are you laughing at our piano situation? Um, that's, that's, was a big thing was fitting in the piano time and how that worked with the day. Um, and we, we moved Lita's. So the summer that Lita started was she was doing two lessons a week. Mm. Like it was like immersion therapy (laughs) piano and, um, (laughs) just you and a piano. Yeah, that's it. And a bunch of salt water you can levitate on when you're done. Um, in the tank and so uh yeah it was it was just brutal like you, you know it'd be like okay we can't lita's lita's like having a meltdown at the keyboard right now um i'm not going to be able to help with dinner so sorry yeah, yeah. um you were going to say something Maltz, earlier about well hank i mean hank had started taking uh violin last fall um and it was we had a similar but sort of a similar we had several problems, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was like, one of the problems was like that the lessons were, there were two lessons um, and they were early in the morning. Ooh, so it's yeah. like, everybody had to get up an hour earlier, which nobody liked. Mm-mm. And, and then, you know, in, in the dark, take Hank to his, <laughs> his freaking mm. violin lesson. Um, he liked it at first. And then it just like, and then it was like, uh, you know, this is, and, and for some reason, just because of like, timing and work schedules and stuff like that i was the one who was trying to get him to do you know to do the practice i was it was always me doing getting mm-hmm. him to do the practice and mm-hmm. i don't i mean karen the, reads the dylan mcdermott music <laughs> yes that's the one karen okay. reads music and i don't read i know nothing i never played an instrument at all and so it was like the, it was the blind leading the blind um so uh finally we were just kind of like okay this isn't this isn't working. He wasn't enjoying it. We weren't enjoying it. Nobody was enjoying it. <laughs> so, so he stopped and, and he also, you know, he also, you know, was like, I think he was having a lot of trouble with the finger stuff. Um, he found that really difficult and, uh, was 
starting to say, I think really what I want to do is take the piano. <laughs> so we uh, we might look into piano lessons instead because we also uh, we also we have a piano in the house because Karen uh, plays. Yeah, and they so, don't have a violin, so when he was practicing, it was all air practice. That's right, the hardest way, the air violin. Yeah, <laughs> and yet he found it bow, hard. And yet he found it really hard for some reason. Well, one of the things that that the conversation that we had with Lita before starting was, okay, look, you know, this is this is something that we are going to do, and we're going to see if you like it. But you get like a couple of lessons, and she was into it. Lita wanted to go. She's like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, sure. And then we said, look, you're going to have to take lessons for at least a year. And the reason we did that was because uh, Lita's mother, I think, took three lessons and just, or I don't know, there was a limited amount of lessons and she regretted not sticking yeah, with it. Yeah, right, right. Which is what everyone says who took piano lessons. Um, basically, if they quit, they, most people. Lex, I don't know if you're in that group, but. I don't know either. <laughs> did you, you never took lessons? No, I never took lessons. Oh, okay. So, well, anybody who takes lessons has said to Lita, well, stick with it, especially early on. They were like, well, stay with it. Cause I did. And I, I didn't, I dropped out of piano lessons and I regretted it. So the one year mandatory sentence yeah. was <laughs> helpful actually. I mean, yeah. then, then it was like, look, yeah. we're doing this for a year. So don't complain. Right. I mean, so you can we, complain that it's hard, but, but we're not quitting. We didn't have quite that complaint. Um, because we, of you know, I want to stop doing this. Why don't you do this? Because like, I don't know, there's something about the way we've <laughs> conditioned our kids where they just assume like whatever the reality is, is the ongoing reality. Mm. So they don't mind that they keep going each week. The thing that they object to, which is totally, um, you know, stereotypical is, you know, that it's not always easy to get them to practice. Like you tell them to practice and they're like, Oh, I don't want to practice. I want to keep doing nothing and sitting around. <laughs> and we're like, well, we want you to practice. And when they practice, they have a great time. Like they can't believe that they're able to coax songs out of the piano. Like, Oh my gosh, this sounds exactly like happy birthday or whatever. And they, they're so proud and they enjoy it. But to get them to actually start practicing is a pain in the ass. It's the worst yeah. part. Well, no, the, the worst part's going to practice to to, to piano re rehearsals, uh, and then the second worst part is getting into practice, and then the third worst part is having to go to the recitals. <laughs> <laughs> so, the recital, Lita's recitals, are actually practice performances for a judging thing uh, that the Utah Music Teacher Federation, yeah, does. And so we call it federation. So this was her federate pre-federation recital. And usually they have those the same week. And, and this time it's Lita played last night and then she won't play until not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. So I'm in town for these performances. And I'm normally, it's like, you know, there's the stress about the performance and then there's the, the recital and there's a stress about the judging thing. Yeah. And she's done very well, I have to say. Uh, she's done really well in front of the judges. That's more stressful than the recital by far because it's just like immediate family, maybe a friend, and the, you know, Lita, her teacher, if they're doing a duet, and the judges, and that's it. So it's like a very intense little, you know, six minutes or however long the piece is. <laughs> but the one thing that one thing that Hank has done to, that's been ostensibly judged is. Uh, belt tests for karate. Oh, um, and the the place that he you know the place that he goes to is 
small and they don't really, you know, they, it's not like they're going to test you if they don't think that you're ready. So, you know, I mean, a lot more, more often what happens is just like, they're like, okay, you're not ready yet. We're not going to test you yet. Um, so, and, and if, you know, if there's a little flub here and there, they'll, they'll like say, why don't you try that again? Um, but uh but they do one of the things they do is uh, they have to break a board mm. and you get to choose what um how you're going to break the board and so table saw jigsaw <laughs> hammer claw mjolnir hammer. Mm-hmm. uh and uh, the wasn't the wasn't the last yeah so it wasn't the last time it's time before that he um he picked a roundhouse kick which was kind of uh, was just a little bit unusual um and he just like i mean he's got a really strong roundhouse kick and he just destroyed the board nice. and then and then the last time he wanted to do um what is that uh knife kick a knife kick so that's like chopping like your kick your foot comes down and you're chopping like you're chopping oh, a piece okay. of wood um, which you are <laughs> and he it took him it took him several tries and he was he was he was in a lot of pain <laughs> at oh. the end where he's just like he's like hopping around like ow 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 but he eventually got through it um Did i think he ended up, up i think he ended up switching i think he ended up switching feet <laughs> at one point just because he couldn't do it but, um yeah and he got he got the belt so now now our our push is just trying to get him to go enough um so that he's he's ready to to test because he you know he goes he usually goes twice a week um but some of the other people go three times a week or they, or they just go more consistently and um and i think uh, we also skipped summer hmm. um because we we're taking some trips and doing some other things and we're like okay we're not gonna pay for karate if we're not gonna be able to go to karate so we skipped hmm. summer and so some people caught up to him some of his peers caught up to him and passed and like one of them passed him. So it's, it's now the push is to make sure that he tests the next time. So he catches back up to them. <laughs> yeah. Leaders you always teacher. have to keep the pressure on the kids. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Cause that's all, that's all, <laughs> that's, that's what, that's what, yeah. That's what nurturing children is about. <laughs> <laughs> Turning up the heat. Teach, and keeping teaching it them to, to handle pressure. Um, Lita's teacher takes August off and sometimes even part of July. So if, if she wants to have X number, I think it's like six lessons before vacation. And so we try to stack those up so that Lita has, you know, a good break, but coming back from that break is, is brutal. That, that coming back, oh, it's awful. And I remember my high school band teacher saying that the only reason he did marching band was just to keep people playing through the summer. He didn't care that like, you know, he didn't care if we weren't winning awards. He just wanted to keep people playing so that when school started, we were ready to rock. How did you play the piano in marching band? I played as a drummer in marching band. So I'm technically a percussionist. (laughs) Oh, well that makes more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was one of the five guys carrying the piano. Let's... In what way did that make sense for you, Lex? I'm doing marching band, like no, in a just, literal sense, or is there a deeper? No, no. no I mean, I was just—I, I too, like John, thought that you were marching around with the piano. I didn't understand, it. but now, <laughs> mm. now I get it. Keytar, you could wrong. do. You could maybe do the keytar. Yeah, that's where I was going. I had a big Jan yeah. Hammer uh, secret sure. love for the keytar. Oh yeah, especially when he was on that. 
I just listened to that this morning, by the way, Jeff Beck, Jan Hammer. Uh, it's on the album called Wired. And the song is called Lead LED Boots. And <laughs> fans of Miami Vice from the 80s will recognize the signature sure. Jan Hammer sound. <laughs> where he makes a keyboard sound kind of like a guitar. <laughs> and yeah, there was a lot of listening. Something for the kids to aspire to. Yeah, because he doubles right. Jeff Beck. And, you know, Jeff Beck's a guitar god. So here's this keyboard dude, like keeping it totally real with the guitar god. Yeah, yeah. The, one, uh, of the one of the worst parts of having kids is <laughs> is listening to the music. Is, yeah. Is, yeah, no, is the um, it, it's impacted my piano time because like mm. during the day I'm working, and mm-hmm. then they're going to practice, and then it's dinner time, bedtime. Once they go to sleep, I can't play anymore because they're asleep. Oh yeah, yes. Wake them up. So I, I have the, the electric so, keyboard in the office so that I can just rock out mm-hmm. when they are asleep on headphones or just on a quiet volume. But it's rare. So weekends. Like Liam's like, hey, can we play? And I'm like, sure, let's play sing along time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes he's really let's play. You like, sit quietly and watch Daddy play the, the yeah. keyboards. Sometimes he'll hop over to the uh, the rock star um, drums, is it rock mm-hmm. band drums, you know, oh, yeah. the video mm-hmm. game, right? And um, so he'll rock out on those drums while I'm on the piano, and he enjoys that a lot. Uh, so that's, that, that is the, the only, you know, time that daddy can actually play the piano is when Liam's willing to drum along and sing along with his favorite tunes. And th- that limits what songs I can play. Cause it's gotta be songs that he likes, right? <laughs> limits options, but it's still better than nothing. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, <sighs> I made like in 2011, I set some goals for myself and one of them was to take time to write more music. And so I bought a keyboard and then there was a rumor that my college band was going to get back together, but then that fell through. But then the next summer we did. And, um, anyway, I tried to make time to have creative time and it, it's so hard as a parent. It's so hard to find, you know, carve out a space where you're okay. And this is, these are my work hours yep. and this is my, you know, family hours. Where's the, my hours. And, so, um, there are none, by the way, when you have kids, um, yep. you have to like, so you have to make those, you have to actually make the hours. And, um, that involves usually not sleeping <laughs> and then being Often. super grumpy. Yeah. yeah I never next. get time to make my marionette set of animal bones anymore. Oh yeah. See, that's what I was, that was my next Just, question uh, was, how's that coming along? <laughs> that's your work in animal bone marionettes coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I was famous for it, famous for it once. At one time, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, well, I was wanted by the law for it. Didn't Hollywood come calling? I did not realize that you weren't supposed to take your neighbor's animals to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're not? The animal control job you took. I, where is it? Where it's, I think it's an unwritten law, actually. <laughs> I, I don't think it's unwritten. I think it's actually written. <laughs> do not steal and kill your neighbor's pets huh. to make bone marionettes. Well, I guess that's for the legal community to decide. <laughs> that's for turning Not this for the law likes. around. Not for the likes of us. Turning this court around. Turn, the judge turning podcast. this court around. <laughs> if only there was someone in my house who I could ask about something in the legal community. Hmm. 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 Uh, yeah. So, I used to um, do, when I, was, when I was a kid, I did gymnastics. Right. And, and, and uh, so that was Jay like. I think told us about that a little bit. Just, yeah, that's right. My, I think you were my nephew. By, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who uh, was visiting my parents' house and 
that's left in my room. <laughs> Found some photos. The nerve. Um, yeah, but that was like a thing where you had to get up and individually do something in front of a crowd, which was really nerve wracking at the yeah. beginning. It's all you. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I mean, I did Palma Horse. And I, I can remember the first time I was up there. I mean, the, the horse was shaking because I was shaking. It was, but I got, you know, I got through it. I'm proud of I don't think it, I don't know that it helped me like with any life? kind of perform. Well, like, yeah, certainly, certainly not with life, but like performance anxiety, <laughs> so to speak. I mean, like getting up mm-hmm. in front of crowds and, and doing things. I just don't feel like that got that out of my system at all. You know, I was talking with my girlfriend about this. So she's, she's Jewish and obviously I'm Mormon or was raised Mormon. And in the Mormon faith, um, the Sunday services, uh, the, the typical, like everyone sits together, sings, and there's a sermon. There's, there's not really sermons. What there are are talks from the congregation that have been assigned on a topic. And so you start, and then they, kids will get those. So like if you're 12 or 13, you can be asked to speak. And so from an early age, you're public speaking, basically. You're in front mm-hmm. of a congregation speaking yep. a couple times a year, maybe. Um, and so there's this kind of socialization or whatever of, of standing up in public. And <clears throat> depending on who your parents are and your family and everything, like how that goes, you know, is you get, we, we were, we were rehearsed. We wrote the talks that, and, and, you know, as a kid, those are not very long, but, um, as you get older, obviously. And, um, it's just one of those weird things about Mormonism that you, you're taught to speak in front of people. Like you're mm-hmm. brought up speaking in front of people. Yeah. I, and, I, I had a friend who passed away earlier in the year and he was Quaker. And so the service was in, was a Quaker service which was really interesting because I'd never been to one of those before, but you know, it's just everybody sits around there's silence for a while. And then if someone has moved to say something, they get up and, and speak. And then there's supposed to be a little bit of silence in between people speaking, but anybody who wants to say something can get up and, and talk. I like that. I like yeah. That I like it. I mean, I like it a lot too. Um, but yeah, but I spoke, <laughs> I spoke there too. And I still felt, Nervous. nervous talking in front of people i mean just... i um yeah that's that's very interesting i i as you guys are talking about this i'm thinking i want to sign my girls up for like junior toastmasters or something yeah right. <laughs> um it probably does actually right and if it doesn't we'll create it yeah. um but like sierra loves to be on any stage if we're in a room that has a stage she will climb on it and do anything uh, which is fine. And then, uh, so she was the one who actually first started doing musical theater class. And I was like, no, I think I don't want to do that. Um, then there was a day where you could take your friend to class. And so Sierra said, I want to take Anya. And she did. And then I was like, okay, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I don't know exactly what she thought it was going to be, but the closest analogy I can come up with, because she said it, it was nothing like what she'd expected. But I remember we were on a cruise growing up and the kids program was going to be doing a show. And they said, we're going to be doing Grease. And I was like, well, it is totally boring to do a, you know, a, a historical play about the geography of Greece. So there's no <laughs> chance I'm going to be doing that because I had no idea. And then when I saw what the show was, I was so mad at myself. And I think that whatever she heard when she heard that Sierra was doing musical theater class was something else. She's like, oh, I didn't know it was going to be like on stage and singing and dancing and doing acting. I was like, what the hell did you think it was going to be? <laughs> she thought it was going to be about Greece, as it turns out. You kids. Mm. 
you kids with your not knowing things. Yeah. So it was not about the fifties and um, or sixties and Olivia Newton John and. As John it turns Volta. out, it was. I just didn't know. Hmm. So it was not about the birth of philosophy. <laughs> no. Oh. Like, yeah, it was not. Hmm. Huh. What a letdown. Yeah. Imagine that. Because that would have been that would have been an awesome play. <laughs> My Marlo is she's a she's a performer, but it's a different. It's not like a hammy kind of thing because she gets kind of um, shy, so it sort of, sort of like coax me, and um, I think that may come from my my side. I used to die when I was a kid, just to to die. In fact, yeah, I just I would just die. Wow. And I'm so sorry um, for your loss. Well, you would want to express that to my family rather than to me <laughs> because I would technically have died. But um, duly noted. Anyway, I'll, I'll I, I can share he doesn't, that. I'll, he I'll doesn't share. have their he doesn't have their number. Yeah, yeah. they don't return um, my calls. And <laughs> or, or he does. Have there's their a few reasons for that, and you know why. And, um, but and um, he's blocked. It, anyway, there was a point where my my older siblings, because they were so much older, had teenager friends over one time, and they're like. Yeah, they were talking about me dying and how funny that was. And, you know, I was five. And so I, I knew they were talking about me and I knew they were talking about dying. So they wanted me to die. And I, I wouldn't do it on command. I'm not a trained monkey. I'm not going to do that. It's just, this is how I roll. Uh, <laughs> You're your own so, man. I get it. Yeah. So, but I, I stood there and waited and then died when the conversation shifted. And that <laughs> brought the house down. Um, and timing. Uh, that was. Yeah, exactly. And I was calculated. I totally knew what I was doing. Marlo has that. She's got that kind of like, I'll perform, but it's on my terms. And it's going to be in a in a, a, a medium that is determined by me. So last summer, we were having kind of a sing-along where the girls were picking songs to play uh, on the on the stereo. And Marlo picked a song called Magic, but she did not sing the song she interpretive dance, danced, interpretive dance, interpretive danced, and then nice. kind of uh, did like air singing for some parts of the song. Lip singing, we call it in the biz. <laughs> yeah, but it was not. It no, no, she invented I mean, air singing. No, it was. It was like what I'm. What I'm getting at is that it wasn't just her, like you know, emoting the words, because that was part of it. But there was a whole other. It was like an air guitar championship thing where the, it was just off the charts crazy in terms of the performance. Like she yeah, was, I, I get it. That's yeah, cool. I mean, she went somewhere. Like she was, in, she, she was made a space in her mind and then conveyed that that to us watching, and we were all just like, "What? That something is happening right now, and it's awesome, and we're gonna just enjoy that." And whoa, let me ask it you was, this. When you go to see her do a, a a live performance, let's say, or any of your kids, uh, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, martial arts or piano or something else, uh, do you bring the, well, probably not flowers for Hank, but do you bring flowers <laughs> or some other kind of gift or prize of celebration? I have not. However, I was thinking about getting flowers for Lita this time. So, like we have I not, heard, I, we have not, but we've done like special things afterwards, like going yeah, after 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 lunch or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the biggest problem with the piano recitals is they're at night, and they they already go past bedtime, and literally, like the youngest kids are falling asleep in their yeah. chairs when they're done with their second song. Um, but so we can't go out for ice cream or anything. 
So then it's like, well, do we have to bring flowers? And we, we think, we being me and Lauren, it's stupid to bring flowers. They're, you know, they'll be just mm-hmm. as happy with the hugs and high fives. But if a bunch of other jerky moms and dads are bringing their freaking kids <laughs> flowers, now you're Dead. the asshole. And yeah. of course, now they'll also sell flowers at the fucking recital. So, hey, oh, do you God. want to buy $800 flowers for your kids? Do you love your so, child or not? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I will never, I still have not. Parents who love their children in this line, parents who do not love their children (laughs) in this line. You have to sit in your own section. I I am still uh, bitter about when we went to, uh, not back to school night because it was before school started, but like orientation night for parents before school starts when you first put your kids into the the Jewish day school that uh, all three of my kids went to for preschool. And when you're there, they're selling all kinds of things that can greet your child on the first day. And so yeah. there's a big line there. Oh, where, okay, we'll get her the folder and the toy and the whatever else. And it was like, you know, $45. And of course, you're it's all going to the school, so you're supposed to feel great about it since you're also paying, mm-hmm. them, you know, thousands of dollars. Right. Sure. And then we come to find out we were the only parents in our classroom who bought something. And like we only did it because of the pressure of seeing all the other parents in line didn't realize that nobody else in our class. So it was like the teacher's like, you can leave this here and we'll give it to just Anya on her first day. And we're like, no, Uh, we'll be taking this home with us. Thanks very much. Everybody here sucks. Uh, So (laughs) Thanks for the manipulation. You held it over your head as you walked out. (laughs) That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't realize that only we love our child. And it's like, we would never be the person to buy these things. And then we thought that everybody was. So we're like, well, we have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they get you. That's the thing. I bet they were all plants in that line. Could be, could be, yeah. God. From the uh, from the industry, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the synagogue gift shop <laughs> bullshit industry, parental guilt industry, <laughs> parental guilt industry, parental, parental guilt, guilt complex. Yeah, the CEO is Barbara Streisand. I don't know why. <laughs> people, people who need people. Did she sing that? I don't even you know. know. Yes, but now I okay. think that Hank should get into singing. <laughs> that's what i told him. i told him the other night he's like if you want to learn how to sing learn from me if you want to learn how to dance learn from your mother <laughs> so between, wow, between good... you and your wife it's a whole vaudevillian master yeah. yeah sure no yeah we got it's the whole package here lex wow. <laughs> i'm i'm just you know if you guys want to start some competition thing here where we just Seltzer determine bottle. whose kids are the most People. talented yeah. <laughs> We should do we should do our peewee impressions now. <laughs> uh, uh, Barbara Streisand is the queen of parental guilt. Does she have children? Uh, yeah, she did with Elliot Gould. Uh, and he starred, he was so in Prince weird. of Tides. Her gay son was the f- quote football star in Prince of Tides. Wow. Oh, oh when you said I, hate, Tides, I hated that movie. Like, I heard Princess Bride, which was a much more interesting movie. Yeah, yeah, much better, better movie. movie. I could not stand yeah. Prince of Tides. Will you hear the secret word? Yell real loud. Is... <laughs> 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 uh, I know right. you are, but what am I? I can't do. I'm, I can't do Pee Wee anymore. I'm out of practice. <laughs> it is the thing, it is the kind of thing where Thanks, you, need to, you need to sit down. Oh, see, that's good. You need to sit down and uh, and watch a bunch, and then it comes right back. It's like riding yeah. a bicycle. You can't. It's like man. riding Pee Wee's bicycle. <laughs> The dad's the best in the movie when he's in the park and he's like, I'm riding my bike on the like little intercom thing. <laughs> did you see that Pee Wee is making a new movie directed by Judd Apatow for Netflix? I oh, did see that. I cannot wait. Yeah. 
It's yeah. kind of did we parents talk- get you children? That right? and Twin Peaks, man. I mean, all of our, all of the stuff. The 80s. All the great stuff from the 80s is coming back. Mm. Oh, the year I was born, 19. Now shut your face. <laughs> shut your stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what were the 70s like? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Pretty good. Hair. Pretty good. Unless you like science fiction, then it was terrible. Yeah, a lot, well, until yeah, until until late, yeah, until very late, late yeah, right, seventy-seven. So. It's a it's a long walk <laughs> through through a wilderness before you yeah. get to before there's you the, get to Star Wars. <laughs> there's like a two thousand one Logan's Run, and and even that was kind of, and then yeah. Star Wars, right, mm. <laughs> and nothing in between. Just tumbleweeds. Like we learned a lot today. Sure, yeah, we yeah, covered, covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, attention, you're now ready to be dads. So, good job. Show's over. Podcast's Get over. Can we stop Graduate. graduating from every freaking year of school, please? Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. my God. Yes, we can. We that can stop that. so annoying. <laughs> My, my, I can't believe you didn't make it to my third grade graduation. Next show, what the hell are you talking, we are talking about? about gender reveal parties. <laughs> oh, nice! I, I still haven't revealed mine, so I'm still I, waiting. I'm still waiting for episode. mine, right? <laughs> well, we'll explore that next time. Actually, at the end of next week's episode, we'll tell you all of our genders and whether the Albany English Town Regional Schools are closed. <laughs> <laughs>